1: Are you a woman who's ready to excel in her career and her life? Are you ready to be a professional saleswoman by using your inherent qualities? Are you a woman who wants to be better prepared for a leadership position? Then you're in the right place, Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman. It's about women in business, work-life balance, leadership, and current events related to gender communications. Be prepared to be inspired, motivated, and challenged. Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman is your connection to women nationally, internationally, and globally. So get comfy and see what the buzz is all about. Find out more at www.sellinginaskirt.com. Now, your host, Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio.
2: How many of you remember being little and thinking, I want to be an entrepreneur? Some probably began that journey with a lemonade stand or selling Girl Scout cookies and didn't even know that was part of their future. Others had a different path and wanted to be a doctor or a nurse or a lawyer or a fireman. The truth is entrepreneurship was not a class that was offered a decade ago. And unless your parents were entrepreneurs, you probably didn't even know what that was. But many of us became the unexpected entrepreneur. Now, Did you know that almost 50% of entrepreneurs grew up in a family business? If that was you, that might be the reason why you chose to jump in headfirst into a world of entrepreneurship. Others would wonder why any sane person would give up a somewhat well-paying position with a guaranteed paycheck for who knows what. Now, if you're in the first camp, does that give you everything you need to be an entrepreneur? Or maybe by osmosis, you would get all the qualities, or maybe you are still that unexpected entrepreneur. So before you jump into the entrepreneurial pool, you want to make sure you have these top four unexpected entrepreneurial characteristics to be successful because belly flops are not fun. So first, you must play well with others. So even though you're going to take on this new venture alone, you still have to find others that complement what you do. These people might already be in your space, but they don't compete with you. They might have the expertise that you need and want, and by the means that they can do, they will help you. They'll support you so you don't have to do it alone. And in turn, you can do the same for them. So many times we have the attitude that we can't do it and we have all the same things that we want to try to do. Let me tell you from experience, it doesn't work. Being an entrepreneur can be lonely at times and that's when you get to have the other people that are your experts to reach out to to make the day that much more lively. Now, don't think that everyone you come into contact with you needs to be a new BFF, not the case. You want to have resources that you can share with your clients and others that you share with yourself. Helen Keller said, alone we could do so little, together we could do so much. Definitely applies to all of the entrepreneurs, unexpected or not. The second is you need to seek out problems to solve. While we all want to bring value and make a difference and hopefully change the world, we still have to solve the problems in a way that people want to work with you and actually invest in your solution. You have to want them and they have to want you as well. Now, of course, if the problem you're solving is also something you're passionate about, it's a win win winning combination. But so many times we create a problem that wasn't there and create a solution that wasn't needed, only to find out that even though we've created it, people still don't want it or need it. Lily Tomlin said the road to success is always under construction. The third is you must create things often. Now, while you're building your company and your brand, you have to create products and services and informational ideas that you can continue sharing with your brand, even if you're not there. You have to present yourself and your company as you want to show up. Now, if you're somewhat conservative, what you're sharing needs to be the same. If you're a little more colorful, so does all of your materials. However, don't create something just for the sake of creating. Many times, entrepreneurs wait until they have enough interest before they create the product. Now, that could be good or bad. It's good if the interest you thought was there isn't, and you are wasting your time and energy to build it, and it can be bad if someone wants it now and you haven't even started it. So try to find some balance. Warren Buffett said, rule number one, never lose money. Rule number two, don't forget rule number one. And finally, number four, you must work smart and hard. As a solopreneur, I would bet you'll put in more hours than you did when you had a real job. Unfortunately, we all tend to do that and feel it is our obligation to give 110%. Now, that's very commendable, but realize that very shortly you'll have burned the candle at both ends and not have the results you were hoping for. Now is the time to review your goals and to prioritize what you're going to do and when you're going to get it done. Now, I put things in three piles. Pile A, things that absolutely positively must get done. Pile B are things that need to get done, but not as urgently as pile A. And pile C are things that would be nice to get things done. Once pile A is done, move pile B over to take that spot and pile C moves to pile B. Of course, there's a lot of things that will take precedence, but once you have some system, it seems to go that much more smoothly. In order to say yes to your priorities, you have to be willing to say no to something else. Now, we all have huge plans and sometimes they become delusions of grandeur. Sometimes we aren't even sure how we became entrepreneurs, but we are, and we're going to do our best to be successful. So be ready to seize opportunities. Don't go it alone and get the expertise you need from others. Build a team that complements each other and every night write down three big wins you had that you've achieved for that day. Always look for the problems your clients have that you can build a solution for. Many experts in the field of positive psychology are finding that taking steps such as expressing gratitude every day can shift your thinking to be better at solving problems and staying positive in the face of challenges. And as entrepreneurs, unexpected or expected, We'll all have our own unique challenges. So remember, we don't grow when things are easy. We grow when we face challenges. We're going to take a break to thank our sponsor, Walking on the Glass Floor. But when we come back, you're going to hear from my very special guest who will share her thoughts about being an unexpected entrepreneur. This is Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio, and we'll be right back.
1: What happens after shattering the glass ceiling? You're now Walking on the Glass Floor. Walking on the Glass Floor, 7 Essential Qualities for Women Who Lead is a timely and indispensable business guide for all women, whether you're moving out of a dorm room or moving into an executive suite. Introducing readers to the seven keys to success in business and life, Judy Hoberman brings her fresh voice, sales-savvy, and thoughtful approach to each of the essential and most powerful leadership qualities. Written in her trademark, no-nonsense, glass-half-full prose, Judy's blueprint for business teaches all women how to cultivate and strengthen key skills that will serve them in both business and life uncover amazing qualities they already possess that will help them lead and succeed and harness universal leadership qualities to continue reaching their full potential. By providing authentic real-life case studies and inspiring quotes throughout, Judy fills each page with the timely advice women need right now. Walking on the glass floor is like having Judy Hoberman sitting right next to you as your business mentor, personal life coach, and best friend all at the same time. You can order your own copy of the book at walkingontheglassfloor.com.
2: Welcome back to Selling in a Skirt with Judy Holberman on C-Suite Radio. I am so excited for my next special guest, Leah Ramachandra. She is a pharmacist. She has a PhD. She has doctor in front of her name, and we're going to call her doctor, and we're going to call her Leah. We're going to call her both because we love her. She was born in Russia, grew up in the Netherlands, lived in Europe, Middle East, Eastern Europe, England, and the USA. Her whole life, she has worked for various global pharmaceutical companies, but two years ago, she decided to quit her high-paid, very comfortable job and start her own company. There's that unexpected entrepreneur. She has three children, all under 10, and she's married to an executive who was also in the pharmaceutical industry. She still does medical and compliance consulting, and everything she earns, she reinvests back into her businesses. So welcome to the show, Leah. I am so excited to
3: have you here. Thank you so much. Me too. I'm very excited to be here. So do you want me to call you Dr. Leah? Do you want me no, to call you? No, I think Leah is fine. Thank okay. you.
2: <laughs> well, you've earned, you've earned the title and I want to make sure that you get that title to be, that no, we no, get to Leah use it. is fine. Thank you. <laughs> okay, perfect. So well, let's talk about the discussion of the day.
3: An unexpected entrepreneur. What do you think when you hear that? When I hear this, I'm thinking oh my God, did you know what you started? And that's exactly when you when you mentioned, I, and I've listened to your talk just before, and I thought, I need to learn from this. I need to prioritize, you know, what must to be done, what needs to be done, and what can be done. Because like you said, unexpected entrepreneur coming from the pharmaceutical industry and real job where you do work more than 40 hours a week, but it's 40 hours and here you go to be 100 to 120 hours if it's even possible. So yes, I never saw myself being an entrepreneur. I always saw myself being a professor or pharmaceutical executive, but yes, here I am. So
2: you are the unexpected entrepreneur. So what was that moment when you knew but I knew when I had to jump. So when, what was that moment? We call it either the napkin moment or the creative moment or the just I've had enough moment. When was, what was your moment like when you said, okay,
3: I'm done now? Yes. So I was sitting in my very comfortable office while working for one of the largest pharmaceutical companies. And I was about to turn 40. And I said to myself, yes, I'm doing all this great work. I'm leading the teams. But... I, I'm still not happy. I still feel that I can do more, much more. And that's when I said, I always wanted to start my, my company, but I never knew what I would do. And then looking at the need in, like like you also said, you need to see what is needed in the world. And as myself, uh, when I was diagnosed with gluten allergy, I said, okay, I will start the company, skincare company with gluten-free products. And Basically, within the next few weeks, I quit and I started my lab in my basement. There you go. So what role did confidence play
2: for you in jumping from that very comfy job into this crazy world of entrepreneurship?
3: So I think that these are two things. Confidence is that I knew as a pharmacist, you know, and I studied in the Netherlands, we learned for almost two years how to compound creams. And, and lotions and pills, et cetera. So I knew how to compound. So I knew I would be able to make creams as long as I put my scientific brain and my, my chemistry to it. So that was the confidence that I knew how to make it. The scary part of course was, what am I doing? I know people say they want this, but will they like my creams? How am i going to afford my new life coming from, you know, great job to really sitting in the lab and not making any money for the first year. Yeah,
2: it's very interesting. You know, when we're little, we ask a billion questions and and we're very curious about everything. And at some point in our lives, people say, stop asking so many questions. And then as adults, when we make this crazy jump into entrepreneurship, there has to be curiosity in it, you know, because you're curious. Yes, I can do this. I have the degree and I have the knowledge and and I have the confidence, but who the heck is really going to do this? I wonder how I have to get, you know, my curiosity back in track. So are you still curious, you know, and still being innovative because you're talking about gluten-free, which is something that 10 years ago, nobody even knew what that was. And now everybody knows what it is. So are you still curious and, and bringing things out that are innovative to your clients?
3: Yes, absolutely. And you know, it's interesting. I am now much more creative and curious you know, having my own business and than then I ever was before. And even, even I think more than, I, than when I was studying and was 18 years old, what my main thing is, is really listening to each individual client. I make sure I write to each one who buys a cream or who tries it out. I ask their advice and we also adjust, of course, creams and bring new creams and serums to the market. So yes, absolutely. And that's also the fun part of the job. Absolutely. I know that. Okay. So before we talk about your
2: skincare company, let's talk about the fact that you have a doctor of pharmacy and a doctor of analytical chemistry degrees. As a female, was achieving the degrees difficult? Were you
3: the only female there? And and how did you get through all of that? So maybe my situation is slightly different. I was born in Russia and as a Russian Jew, you basically did not have my choice, right? From your parents, you heard, okay, do you want to be a doctor or a mm-hmm. physicist? So I'm like, no, I don't want to be a doctor. I want to be a pharmacist. So that was slightly different. I was fortunate growing up in a family with a lot of education and degrees that for me, it wasn't something abnormal. It was more normal to do. Yeah. You know, I, I remember when I was graduating high school, I wanted to be a doctor.
2: And I remember my father enrolling me in a beauty pageant because after all, you know, girls are pretty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they, they, there was no option there. So I, I sometimes wish that it was a different way. But, you know, things happen the way they're supposed to. Yes. So Tell us about your skincare company. It's so fascinating. I mean, I spent a lot of time on your website just reading and absorbing and thinking, holy cow, this
3: is amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, it really started when I was diagnosed with gluten allergy and I had to throw away all my, uh, of course, change my diet, but also throw away really a lot of products, a lot of shampoos and creams and serums as my... You know, background as a pharmacist, I started talking to many friends who had celiac disease or gluten allergy. And my initial idea to just have a gluten-free cream, moisturizing cream. But then when I spoke with those patients or of people, then I understood that it's not just gluten. Many people with autoimmune disease like celiac have a lot of other allergies, like nut allergies and casein, which is dairy allergy, et cetera. So that's how Epilinks was born to make really clean, of course, ethically sourced, uh, organic skincare without, with only high quality ingredients in there. And how has it been received? It's good. It's it's amazing. And you know, it's not even the yes, yeah, cells are great, and it's good to grow. And I'm growing slowly, I must say, because I'm 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 like like you also mentioned, I'm reinvesting everything I earn back into the company. But it's so amazing. Just last Saturday, I received an email from somebody who ordered my cream say, saying, I'm so thankful to you. I never could use any cream. I'm six years old. I have a gluten allergy. And now I'm getting compliments how young I look. And that's the best thing you can ever get. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, when you do the right thing, you know, the, the financial aspect of it always comes into play. When you go in it for the financial portion of the program, it never works out right. Correct. Correct. Yeah. 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 And don't you love those unexpected testimonials that you get that you did not solicit?
3: Yes, it's, it's amazing. And you know, and some people come to me that I meet also my friends, they say, you have to put camera, you have to put me on the camera. I will, I will tell how I love your skincare. And then I become a little bit shy at this point saying, well, you know, it's okay, just use it. But yes, it's, it's fantastic that you really make a difference in people's lives
2: you're in the world of social media. So when somebody says something great, you get it out there. And all of a sudden people are thinking, well, I didn't know about that. I'm going to try it. So yeah, it's, you know, it's, I told a friend and she told a friend and so on and so on and so on. So that's how it works. So tell me, what do you love most about being an entrepreneur and being able to provide value to
3: your clients? I think those things. I mean, because of course, this is my business, and so far, I don't have investors or so really invested myself. I have the freedom to be as creative as I can imagine, and that's that's just the most fantastic thing in the world. Second thing, I like doing what I what I'm doing. My my best thing is really doing the R and D, research and development, standing in the lab, listening to people, you know, discovering new creams. So that's the second thing, and the third thing since we also opened the store actually in, in court mall in Northbrook, everything every girl needs. And I have employees and now about seven different employees. It's just great to also make sure that you, it's kind of a family and you provide for that family of the employees. And also by having that store, my dream also to make every woman feel confident, beautiful, no matter what size or shape or whatever they are. You know, it's from skincare to, to clothing to everything else. So those, those three things are really uh, great. Okay, so let's do the flip side. Did you,
2: have you made any mistakes since you've been an entrepreneur?
3: Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> my motto is just do it, which is maybe it's completely opposite from what I'm used to in the pharmaceutical industry. So, and I said, by sitting here and researching, I will never find anything. I just need to try and do it. And yes, I, I've learned a lot from my mistakes. Okay, so you
2: and your husband are both in the same industry. Do you have different views for the future of the industry? And if so, are they based on experience or gender or a combination? You know, How do you both deal with being in the same industry being
3: male-female? Because sometimes it's totally opposite. Yes, yes. So it's actually great because I always thought I don't want to ever marry someone who is in the same industry, but because we are in the same industry, we can brainstorm a lot about not just how to develop medicine, but also how did this meeting go? Could I be better? Can I, how can I improve? How can I motivate my team? And it is right. in the pharmaceutical industry, of course it's very uh, uh, man dominated society, you would say. Mm-hmm. However, more and more women coming. And I would say with my husband, and I'm, I'm you know I'm lucky to have him because he is a part of the diversity and inclusion in his company and really making sure that women are promoted when they have the same competences as men and and really, really always emphasizing this. And when looking at the candidates when he has say three men, He's always making sure, can we have more? Can we have some women? We need to make sure that they also get a voice. Well, that's great because he is a champion
2: for women. And I love when you can actually identify someone that is really sponsoring and advocating for women. So congratulations to him and to you. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. What would be the best advice you can share with women who are in leadership positions, whether they're entrepreneurs and leading themselves or in
3: the corporate arena and they're leading teams? What advice would you give them? I'm still struggling and I wouldn't say, oh, I know it all and I'm confident. And I think as an entrepreneur or an executive, if you become so confident in yourself, then also you might lose perspective. My advice will be just do the right thing what you feel right with your brain and guts and heart. And there will be always someone who is against what you're doing or will be gossiping or will have opinion about you. Just kind of shut yourself off those opinions and do the right thing, what feels right for you. I say to myself when I'm not secure and think, okay, I'm going to this meeting and it's all mad and I need to present. And I'm saying, but look at me, I've done all this. I can do it. And I just go in and just shut myself off of all the noise and just believe in myself.
2: Mm, I love that. I love that. So, what's next for you?
3: So, next uh, for me, we are expanding more. So, we're of course have online business and we have a store. We'll, we'll have our official launch in New York in December. We're expanding in the US, but we're also expanding globally. So, I have some distributors that are interested. We're also expanding from the research perspective. We, Uh, going to a bigger lab since we're outgrowing my basement lab. Of course, introducing more products on the market, such as dark spots and liver spots creams, since many people said to me, I want gluten-free cream, but that can do also that. So that's my next step. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to hear about all the different journeys that you're going to be taking.
2: So how can our listeners get connected with you?
3: We are online on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. So online is just www.apilinks.com or everythingeverygirlneeds.com. And it's the same for Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Great, great.
2: Okay, so last question. What do you want to leave everybody with? What's either a great tip or something that you
3: just think everybody needs to hear this? So my thing will be, I would always say just do it, but it's easy to say, right? Because you need to make sure that uh, you do have all the appropriate means. But I know that if I've never opened this company and always worked for a pharmaceutical company, maybe I'll be richer at the end, I don't know. But I would always regret not doing this,
0: mm-hmm. always.
3: And And my thing is, if you really believe you can do something, just do it, do a lot of research. Don't start something before doing a lot of research and understanding that the products or services are really needed, but just do it because you know you live only once and you deserve to be happy and, and do what you love to be doing.
2: And if you fail, you just keep learning from it and going through it again, right? Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we always say that a failure is an event, it's not a person. So just fail it, fail quickly, fail fast and fail yes. forward.
3: Yes, correct. Absolutely.
2: Well, yeah, I want to thank you so much for sharing the mic with me. You are doing amazing things. I'm excited that we're connected and I look forward to creating some adventures together.
3: Thank you so much. Me too. And thank you so much for having me here.
2: Absolutely. And I want to leave everyone with this quote. Sometimes life takes an unexpected turn into the right direction. I thank you all for listening to our discussion where we share some extraordinary guests, some ideas for your business, and ways to stand out as the amazing women that you are. Now make sure you stay connected with us. And remember, women want to be treated equally, not identically. Until next time, this is Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio.
0: This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business.